0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I hope you are having a great day, and I'm so glad that you're taking a few minutes to hang out with me. I think that you are going to be glad you did for today's episode. So, here's the backstory. A couple of months ago, I read a book called Relentless. This is not a book club episode, but there was a concept in this book that I sort of was able to look at the parallels between this concept and where and why people struggle with weight loss and motivation. So the book I read was called Relentless by Tim Grover, who is the trainer of many professional athletes, and the concept of the book is going from good to great to unstoppable, and he breaks down people in general into three categories, what he calls a cooler, a closer, and a cleaner, And it resonated with me and got me thinking about the types of people I see approaching fat loss because obviously not everyone has the same approach to eating clean, to working out, to improving their health. And I started to think about, okay, with the thousands of people that email me from the podcast and the thousands of people now that I've worked with in the Fat Loss Fast Tracks and my my one-on-one clients what are the primary groups of people in the different approaches that they take? What is successful? What is not? And how can we move from one less successful approach to a more successful approach? And so this is really what I see related to fat loss. There's a group of people who generally feel kind of powerless. And I'll also say, I feel like I've kind of been in every one of these groups at some point along my journey, so I know that it's possible to move from one to another. Not only have I moved from one to another, but I see my clients do it, and we can go back and forth between them based on how we think and what we do. So one group of people, they feel kind of powerless. They let their circumstances dictate their decisions. Generally speaking, they kind of feel like they can't do the work. It's really hard, and there are a million reasons why they're not able to reach their goals, and so, they don't. Then there's another group of people who are kind of on again, off again. Sometimes they're doing the work, sometimes they're overcoming obstacles, other times, they're not. They lose their focus, they watch other people, they get really preoccupied with other plans, other programs, other people, and it takes away from their journey. And then there's a smaller third group of people who are pretty much unstoppable. They find a way to do the work no matter what is happening around them, no matter what is going on in their lives. They do the work, they don't complain about it, and often they're grateful for the work. They enjoy doing the work. These are three very distinct groups and obviously some are more successful than others. And on a webinar, I guess about a month ago now, I described these three groups as what I consider wishers, wanderers, and warriors. And the purpose on that webinar was to help you see where you currently are, how you're currently making choices, and then help you see how you can move to the next level so you can achieve more success and be more consistent. And Since that webinar, I've gotten a lot of emails uh, from people requesting more information on those concepts. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to put this out as a podcast. Before I go into the very distinct differences between what I'm going to call wishers, wanderers, and warriors, and help you see how you can move from one to another with small changes, I want to throw a caveat out there, okay? Because here's what happened on the webinar. I was going through what wishers are like or what wanderers are like, and then there was these comments coming in through the chat with people saying, oh man, I'm totally a wisher. That's me. No. No. You are not the choices you have made, okay? You are not the choices you have made. Yeah, maybe you have a history of making those kinds of choices, but that's not who you are. It's not all you're capable of. It's just what you've done repeatedly. So at any given moment, you have the opportunity to choose differently. I don't want anyone to listen to this and think, oh, that's me, I'm screwed. No, you're not. I want you to look at your past tendencies And look at what you can do to think and act differently, think and act in a way that is more aligned with what you want for your life, what you want for your health, what you want for your body. And I say this all the time, your past choices do not dictate your future choices unless you decide to make them again, okay? So I don't want anybody to see the choices that they've made in one of these categories and say, oh, that's me. You are not the choices you have made, and you are capable of much more, even if you have a past pattern of behavior. So with that said, let's dive into the differences here, starting with wishers. Wishers have a desire, but they take little action. So they have a goal... Maybe they want to lose weight. Maybe they want to get healthy. They want to eat better. They want to work out more. They want to fit into a smaller size jeans, whatever it is. They have this desire, but it's not followed up by action. They want it, but they aren't really doing much about it. They might think about it a lot. It might be very important to them, but that desire isn't followed up with much action. Wishers have a desire, but they take little action. Wanderers are seekers, but they have short attention spans. They're always looking for the next plan. They're always thinking about what they're going to do today. They might plan their meals, plan their workouts, research different diets, ask a lot of questions, but they have very short attention spans. So they might give something a day or a couple of weeks at most, and then they hop over to the next thing because something else grabbed their attention. So they too have this goal. They too have this desire. They are taking action, whereas the wisher really kind of isn't taking much action, but the wanderer has a short attention span. They're bouncing around from one thing to another, and the problem with that is they never develop the consistency required for results. They never really know what works for them and what doesn't because they're not sticking with any one strategy long enough. The warrior shows up to do the work every day, right? Their desire is fueled by action and they are consistent. They show up every day and say, what is the work? And now I'm going to do it. Wishers need to be told what to do. They are the people who want somebody to say, here's your meal plan. Here's your food list. Doesn't mean they'll follow it, but they want that certainty. They need that certainty. They are looking for somebody else to say, Here's step one, two, and three, you need to do A, B, and C, and that gives them a sense of control that they want. It gives them a sense of confidence that they know what to do because somebody else told them to do. But remember, they have the desire with little action, so they're looking for answers, they're looking for plans, they're looking for food lists and meal plans, but they're not necessarily doing it. And it's not based on their own body, their own lifestyle, their own needs. They just want somebody else to do the work for them and tell them what to do. Wanderers can create a plan. They don't necessarily need to be told what to do, but it's a best case scenario kind of plan. So they can formulate a game plan for their success, but it kind of falls apart when they feel a little pressure or when circumstances get in the way. It is a best case scenario, plan only. Warriors, on the other hand, they steer everything to their advantage. They don't need to be told what to do. And their plan is not a best case only kind of plan. No matter what happens, whether it's a late night at work or a family vacation or an emotional day, they are going to steer everything to their advantage. What do I need to do? Okay, how can I get it done in this scenario? That is the warrior. Wishers watch other people and compare themselves to the success other people are getting, the plan other people are following, they are totally preoccupied with what others are thinking and doing. But not only are they preoccupied with what other people are thinking and doing, they are comparing themselves to other people. They are comparing their effort to the effort of others. They are comparing their results to the results of others. They are comparing their approach to the approach of others. They watch other people and then they compare themselves to those other people. Wanderers watch other people, but they're not doing as much comparison. They're watching other people to create a plan. So they're very reactive to what other people are doing. Oh, she's doing intermittent fasting, I should do that. Oh, she does orange theory for a workout? Maybe I'll try that. So there's still that preoccupation and distraction, but they are watching other people for the purpose of modifying their own approach, their own plan based on what other people are doing. Remember, the wanderer has a very short attention span. And so when they watch other people, this is part of what fuels the bouncing around from one approach to another. And remember, that leads to a lack of consistency. Even if you're doing the work and you're paying attention other people and you're jumping around from strategy to strategy, you might very well feel like you're always doing the work, but because you lack consistency, your results will show that. So your wishers are watching other people and comparing. Your wanderers are watching other people for the sake of planning. Warriors run their own race. Other people watch them. They don't compete with anybody. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing because the warrior knows that has nothing to do with them. The warrior knows that how somebody else eats doesn't have anything to do with their body and how they should eat. The warrior knows that watching other people takes time and energy away from knowing what's best for me and what do I need to do. The warrior will not be distracted by other people because what others are doing is totally irrelevant to the warrior's goals, the warrior's journey, what the warrior needs to get done. Wishers give in to temptation. They have that desire, but if something better comes along, they are going to give in to the temptation. They might want to lose weight, but oh, somebody brought in donuts and they love donuts. The, war- the wisher gives in to temptation. The wanderers give in to excuses. So they might not see the donut and go for the donut just because it's there, they're probably, the wanderer is probably gonna create a story around it. Like, well, you know, I I could just eat better later, I could skip my lunch, I could get in an extra hard workout. Actually, you know, I haven't had breakfast today and I'm feeling kinda hungry and tomorrow I'm gonna be really, really strict. In fact, I probably will just make sure that I don't eat carbs for like two weeks after this, so that makes the donut okay. The wisher just gives in to the temptation because the temptation is there. The wanderer is going to give in to excuses. They're going to craft a series of circumstances to justify the indulgence they want to give in to. The warrior doesn't make excuses. The warrior doesn't give in. It doesn't mean that the warrior is perfect. It doesn't mean that every single choice the warrior makes is aligned with their goals, but what it does mean is the circumstances don't have anything to do with it. The warrior owns their choices. The warrior isn't going to make excuses. The warrior stays focused on their goals. Wishers perform when they're comfortable, when it's easy, when you go to that restaurant and the menu item that looks the best to you happens to be fat loss friendly so you get it. They perform when it's easy. If they feel like eating really healthy, they will because it's easy. The wisher will perform, will do the work when it's comfortable. The wanderer is gonna do the work when they're prepared. When they have a plan, when they've scheduled out their meals, when they understand when their next indulgence is coming, they're very strategic. And when all the stars are aligned, when they're perfectly prepared, they can perform. But when life gets a little zany and throws in a, you know, a curveball, they're going to buckle. The warrior performs. The warrior wins because they create the opportunity. It doesn't matter if they're comfortable. It doesn't matter if they're prepared. They are going to do the work. The wisher does it when it's easy, does it when they're comfortable. The wanderer can do it when they're prepared. The warrior just does it. They create the opportunity to win. They refuse limitations. They understand and believe I can do this no matter what is going on around me. I will feel best when I do this. The warrior refuses limitations. The warrior practices calm confidence. Wishers and wanderers often work themselves into a frenzy of, oh, what if this? What if that? I don't know how I can do this. When I get emails from the wisher and the wanderer, they're usually very emotional. A lot of emotion about yesterday, a lot of fear about the difficulty, a lot of uncertainty and doubt. The warrior has calm confidence. I don't know what's coming, but no matter what I find myself in, I can make the best choice that's available to me, and I'll feel best when I do that. The warrior takes responsibility. The warrior is not blaming their choices on a busy work schedule or kids being home for the summer. The warrior is going to take full responsibility for every choice made. Now, it's important to say the warrior may not love the process, but they're addicted to the results. Think about a true warrior in the sense of, say, battle. Do they necessarily want to show up and fight? Does it mean that they're not afraid? No, they might not love the process at all. Just like when it comes to fat loss, to eating healthier foods, to taking care of your body physically, you might not love every single decision that you make, but you place more value on the outcome, on the result, on the end goal. And you don't get emotionally caught up in the work, in the process. You get emotionally caught up in the result. You don't think, oh, this isn't fair. This is so hard. You think, I'm going somewhere I really want to be. There is a benefit to this that is worth working for. Warriors expect to succeed, and so they do. Wishers and wanderers don't necessarily expect to succeed. The wisher probably has a lot of doubt. The wanderer, they might be kind of on the fence. Like, yes, this is capable, but will I choose to do it? The warrior expects to succeed, and so they do. Their attitude is, I can do this. I choose to do this. And that's one of the big differences. Thinking again, sort of about the traditional connotation of a warrior versus just a fighter. You know, there are fighters. There are other people who show up to do the work but they complain about it. Or they look back on every single battle they've lost and how it wasn't their fault and conditions weren't in their favor. Somebody else dropped the ball. It was so hard. I hate doing this work, but I have to do it. The victim, the complainer, that is not a warrior. The warrior is doing the work because that's the warrior's choice. They aren't gonna complain about it. It's not a burden, it's a choice. They don't relive all of yesterday's battles, whether they went well or not. I mean, the warrior doesn't always win. Of course, they don't always win, but they still show up to fight every day. They show up to do the work every day, and they're not going to blame the results on anyone or anything else. The warrior doesn't need to look backwards. Their sole focus is on today's battle, today's work. The warrior isn't going to be dramatic about it. The warrior isn't going to fixate on doubt and fear, even if it is there. They're going to know, can I do it? Well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to find a way. The warrior walks in with confidence, leaves with results. Now, I know a lot of people, especially when I did this webinar a few weeks ago, were like, well, how do I become a warrior? It's not something that you train for, for years and years and years so that you can become a warrior. Here's the thing, guys. It is something you choose in the next moment. So wherever you are right now, whatever time of day it is, you have a choice coming up. Maybe it's what you'll eat for your next meal. Maybe if it's you'll stay up too late and watch TV or you'll go to bed at a reasonable time so you wake up energized tomorrow. Maybe it's about whether you will bring your best intensity to your workout or whether you're phone it in. Maybe it's about whether you'll clean up your kitchen before you go to bed so that you feel, you know, refreshed the next day versus feeling overwhelmed and burdened. Whatever your next choice is, that is when it begins. That is when you get to choose, will I be a wisher in this moment? Will I be a wanderer in this moment? Will I be a warrior in this moment? Please understand that this isn't something like, oh, well, geez, if I just work hard enough for long enough, maybe one day I'll be a warrior. No, you get the opportunity to be a warrior at the moment of your next choice decision. At the moment of your next choice, ask yourself, what is the choice that the warrior would make? Can I be a warrior in this moment? Can I choose a fat loss friendly meal, even though my spouse brought home pizza? Can I choose to go to bed instead of staying up too late or instead of having dessert that I don't need when I'm not hungry that's not going to take me towards my goals? Can I bring my best effort to whatever it is that I am doing next? Can I stop complaining and making excuses and take responsibility for whatever is left of this day? How you become a warrior is choice by choice by choice by choice. However many hundreds of decisions you make in the day, every single one of them is an opportunity to be a warrior in that moment or to be a wisher or to be a wanderer. So this is not something like, oh gosh, what are the steps? The step is what's your next choice and what is the warrior decision you can make in that because wanting something, thinking about it, that's not going to get you anywhere. And everything you need to get where you wanna go to achieve your goals is in you. It doesn't have to do with talent. It has to do with taking responsibility, taking charge and saying, what is the warrior choice in this moment? Can I do that? Will I do that? Just make the decision That the next choice you make is going to be a warrior choice. And if it's not, let it go. It's done. It's gone. You don't need to fixate on it. You don't need to complain about it. You just need to move on to the next moment and make the warrior change then. Do not let life circumstances dictate your choices. You are in control. You are in control and you can handle anything you are facing. I don't want you to worry about success or failure. I just want you to do the work. I want you to approach every choice from the perspective of what is the best choice I can make right now? What choice can I make that will move me towards my goals? What is the warrior move in this decision? And then do it one moment at a time. Don't worry about three weeks from now, three months from now, three years from now. How about three minutes from now or three seconds from now? What is the warrior choice you can make? Make it. Just a few more days, guys, until all the details will be made available to you on the first ever. Primal Potential Transformation Weekend Event called Ascend. The details will be available on July 12th, which is my birthday and Primal's birthday slash anniversary. If you want to be the first to get the information, just go to primalpotential.com forward slash save dash the dash date to get the location, date, information about the event. And then all the additional details will be available on 712. What I ate yesterday? cold brew coffee in the morning because it's summertime. People have been asking, why don't you drink bulletproof coffee anymore? I do. But in the summer, I really prefer colder coffee and bulletproof and cold don't necessarily go as well because fat in cold liquid obviously solidifies. So cold brew coffee. Then I made a breakfast salad with some fresh greens I got from the farmer's market, bacon, eggs, garlic chips, tomatoes. Um, It was sort of a bacon and eggs kind of day because lunch was a saute of Brussels sprouts, broccolini, also bacon and eggs um, and a couple other random vegetables in there that I picked up from the farmer's market. The pictures of that stuff is all on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. And then a family cookout um, for dinner, I had a burger and a chicken thigh. Really, really good. And then later in the evening, I had a glass of dry red wine and a piece of dark chocolate. And it was amazing. And I enjoyed every little bit. I don't drink a whole lot, but um, when I do, it is usually Red wine or tequila, and yesterday was red wine. So, hope you guys are having a great day. Stay tuned for 712. Do not miss the details on Ascend. You will not want to miss that stuff. Talk to you guys soon. Have a great day.